Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. What in God's name are we doing? We're like children. We're not men. No, we're not. We're not men. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! What?! Did we just become best friends? Yep! Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are when we do something like that. It's 8 o'clock on a Monday night on the horn. That must mean this is Insincerious. I'm your host, Patrick Davis. With me as always, the great Anthony White on today's show. Of course, the NFL action has started up across the league. Uh, the legal tampering period in the worst name of a sports event uh, has started up today. So lots of action there. Uh, the NCAA bracket has been set for men's basketball. The NBA is ongoing, even though the stars sometimes don't even show up when they're on ESPN. We will get into all that and a whole lot more Black Sports Spotlight, Top Shelf, Bottom Shelf, and some in-series news. All that and more coming up here on Instant Series. But let's start the show the same way we do every week by asking you, Anthony, what was the best thing you saw this weekend? I mean, it was hands down uh, UT dominated Kansas to win the Big 12 Ooh, tournament. I mean, that was, was fun. Beautiful. Um, were you, after that win, were you expecting a one seed or were you, was no, it, it makes I, sense we still got a number No, two? I mean, I was, I was hoping for a one seed, but, you know, we needed Purdue or Houston to lose a little bit earlier than they did. Yeah. Uh I think you needed one of those. And uh they they uh, Houston lost in the 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 tournament but they lost on Sunday so I don't think it was going to change then. They also didn't want to knock Houston down because they they have an insanely good record. Yeah. But they've also best team they've beaten is Virginia and we've probably beaten five teams better than Virginia. So five or six teams better. So I I I get it. I get why it's not there is only four one seeds. I think Texas should have gotten one, but I'm a, I'm a little bit biased. A little bit. Uh, do you think it was to set up uh, the uh, the next game if uh, A&M? No, I think A&M got hosed because A&M is not a seven seed. They're a five seed. Really? Yeah, they're they're a five seed for sure, and they got hosed to put in a seven seed to go against Texas. I think that's why they got put yeah, there. Gotcha. Uh, I think that uh, Houston is the fourth one seed. Houston, Texas is the number one two seed. If you look at that bracket, I'm not too mad about it. There's not a lot of great teams in there. Yeah. Texas matches up well with pretty much all of them. Should be okay in there. Uh, I've watched now a half of Colgate basketball. Uh, and Interesting. Texas should win. I mean, you look at it, they can shoot threes. They can shoot, but they, they really try and shoot three. They don't have a huge uh, inside presence, so you can sell out a bit more on the three. You just have to make sure to rotate well. But you should. But Texas is a good enough defensive team. If you can play really good defense on Kansas, who's the number one overall seed in the tournament, yep. I think you should be able to play good defense on Colgate. Just, you know, I may not be right on everything in basketball, <laughs> but I'm saying you should be able to close out on those guys. Uh, guarding Grady Dick is a lot harder than guarding most of these guys on that team. So I, I think that Texas should be okay, but they need to stay focused because if you don't, this team does shoot threes. They shoot them on a high clip. So you would, you do have to be careful about that. But we'll get into that a little bit later as well. Uh, 
yeah, that was definitely a good one. Uh, watching my Spurs beat the Nuggets and then lose OKC. Solid weekend. <laughs> you don't want to win too much, but go beat the best team and then slow it down. Yeah, slow it down. So that was uh, I enjoyed that as well. Uh, did you have a? Do you have any other? Uh, the uh, Houston Roughnecks. They uh, my my Roughnecks remain undefeated in the XFL. There you go. Looking nice. I think you're uh, name name three players. Uh, you know what? That's rude. <laughs> That's very rude. I don't need to. We're a team. Not we're not just individuals. Uh. And the XFL. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but I tell you what, we can say uh, Austin FC won again, two one versus Salt Lake. Uh, their next game is against uh, Violet. AC in the CONCAF uh, championship. Are they going to try for this one, or are they going to let that CONCAF game go away again? Like uh, they, didn't, they didn't send a bunch of guys last time, right? No, I don't think so, and I don't think they will. I think they're more concerned about the actual. I think they are, too. Uh, let's go over and talk some NFL, because some teams and players, we do know their names, have been moving around agreeing to deals. Uh, one of those, not Aaron Rodgers. He is, uh, I guess, I, I, my, my only assumption now is that he's mad at Trey Wingo. <laughs> Why? Because Trey Wingo was the first to report that he he said it's yeah it's done. Oh, about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Okay, and uh, then everybody else said no, that is not finalized yet. And uh, it as of eight o'clock on a Monday night, it is still not finalized. Uh, if you've got to tell us anywhere where you think uh, any of these NFL players where you want them to go, where you think they're going, any good deals. 512-337-3776 is the Specs text line. 512-337-3776. Uh, let's start off with the Raiders. Jimmy G. They went out. I Look, I really thought Jimmy G was going to sign today. I thought he was going to the Raiders or the Texans. <clears throat> that was correct on all, all fronts. I right. thought the Texans were going to be a bit more in play for it. Maybe they were, uh, but it was pretty quick that he ends up on the Raiders. Uh, Why would uh, the Texans be in for it? Because there was a lot of rumors that once the Panthers had traded up mm-hmm. for the one and the the Texans knew they may not get their guy, that they've also not been sold completely on this quarterback class. They may try to basically mm. not draft a quarterback in the top picks here, sign Jimmy G, go another year or two, and try and get in that next year's quarterback class if you can, get some more draft assets, maybe trade back this year. Get some more draft assets and trade up next year if you believe a Caleb Williams or a Drake May is a better quarterback and you're not sold because Bryce Young is too small. C.J. Stroud, you don't feel, has the, the ability. Will Levis is unproven. Whatever you want to believe yeah. that they may feel, some people would feel that next year's draft class is going to be better. Well, so uh, two things. like Obviously, that seems like what they're doing with uh, signing Case Keenum as a backup or maybe they're starting. Look, I think Case Keenum is actually, I think that's a solid pickup as a guy who's going to be able to go in and, and mentor and help out whoever you do draft. I think they're going to take a quarterback now because you're kind of stuck in that place. Uh, in report, but, why, but why not just uh, stay mediocre or terrible and get that? Uh, I, I, you can do that. There's a certain line of doing that where it becomes counterproductive and you start to ruin the, the basis of every single one of the guys you already have on the team, yeah. and you have to start replacing everybody. Uh, they've done enough moves that I think they're still building, but I, I think they want to try and make a move up a little bit. I I, I could believe they still don't want to be good, right. but not full on. Let's go with Davis Mills and Case Keenum again. <laughs> I don't think they're going to go that way. Yeah. Uh, but I think Case Keenum is a solid for a backup quarterback and for a guy that can help teach. Uh, I think that's a solid pickup for them. Uh, but yeah, I, I think too that Carolina right now they haven't. There's been reports 
that David Tepper's a Bryce Young guy, that Frank Reich's a uh, uh, C.J. Stroud guy, that there's a lot of – there may be some distinction there, and they're not sure who they want to take at one. Why? Why? If that was the case, why would you trade to get to the one? So I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't give up all this stuff if I didn't have a guy, if I wasn't saying I'm trading for this guy. But I can't believe they said we want a quarterback and we can't trade for two, we can't trade for three, we can't trade for four. Mm. So we, we're not guaranteed a quarterback at five that we want. So we need to trade, and one is available. Yeah. So let's go, just go get the one that's available, and that's the easiest one. I'm sure they probably they might have called Arizona, but even if you call Arizona and you say we like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud and you're the third pick, you may miss either one of them. I think a lot of guys in this draft kind of have the philosophy that either one of those guys would be a good pickup that even though Bryce Young is a better player, C.J. Stroud has more of a ceiling because of his size. Right. That you think, okay, this guy maybe develops into a better a better quarterback and can stay healthy for longer because everyone is just so worried about Bryce Young's uh, size. That being said, the Raiders just pick up Jimmy G, go get a backup quarterback because the style of football that that they want to play in Oakland, or I'm sorry, that they want to play in Vegas, is a style where he wants his quarterback to sit in the pocket. They don't have the old line for him to get this super long time in the pocket. Right. That's why Derek Carr was scrambling so much last year. And so you say, all right, this guy's got to jump out of the pocket, and, and J- Jimmy G doesn't have functional mobility, really. So he's going to get hit a lot, and if you get hit a lot in the NFL these days, you're probably going to be missing a few games. So make sure you get a backup. Jared Stidham, uh, their backup that was there last year, has already uh, agreed the terms with the Broncos, so they will have to find another backup. But they may draft somebody as well right. that is just more of a project guy, and they couldn't start him this year. Jimmy G's deal, only three years, uh, giving you a couple more options I, and I mean, I think too the Raiders. If you're gonna say, "Hey, we we think we're we could compete at a level, and we we just need to replace Derek Carr, but we wanted to pay a quarterback a lot less money than we wanted to pay Derek Carr," you're getting that now. You're right. getting a really good deal on a quarterback in today's market where Daniel Jones is a forty million dollar quarterback. <laughs> you're getting but, Jimmy Garoppolo at around twenty something is a great deal. It's a steal. And you're getting the, the type of quarterback that you want in your system. Yeah, you're getting you're getting your guy. Right. Which we know in the NFL is all about getting your guy to a point where coaches can't coach unless they have their guy. Yeah. Which means you're a bad coach. <laughs> not a bad coach. It means you're not a great coach. Great Let's put coach. it this way. Yeah. You can be an okay coach and only coach your guy. But it's a bad like I, I couldn't if you were a coach and you came to me as an owner and said that, I'd be like, cool, so I need to find another coach. Right. Because coaches are easier to find than players. Yeah, like there's there's more coaches in the league. Like I, you can go find somebody who won't be like, oh no, I can't. I have to have a quarterback who doesn't move. Like, I get it. So you have slow developing plays, man. We need a lot of players to make that work. Yeah, he gets Devonte Adams there as well. Uh, if Darren Waller stays healthy, is there? Josh Jacobs on the franchise tag. There is weapons. Right. Uh, that defense you have to shore up. It played a little bit better at the end of the season. They spent money on it last year, and it wasn't good. But you save some money, try and put some more weapons on that defense. And if that defense plays a little bit better, that changes a lot of things to just kind of be a smarter offense. But they had to do so much catching up on on offense. That, that won't work with this team, I don't think. Do you think this year will be the year that we thought last year would be in that division? No. No? Not even no. with the Dolphins doing what they're doing? Well, that's a different division. Oh, it's the Chargers, the, Char- the Chargers, Chiefs, the Chiefs, yeah, the Broncos. Yeah, I, I think that division will be better, but I'm not getting snake bit twice on that division 
of believing that it's going to be four playoff teams. I think there's probably two playoff teams in it now. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the Chargers or the Broncos who step up in that place. The Chargers have a lot of questions. We know Austin Eckler now is wanting out, has, yeah. has asked for permission because they don't want to pay him, and maybe he's not a fan of Kellen Moore's play calling. It's because he's not making much money. <laughs> I, I wouldn't get that. I like taking shots at Kellen Moore. But it's because it's because he's making about $6.3 million, right? Yeah. And so he's one of the lower-paid running backs for a star who was probably the top running back in the league last year. Yeah. Uh, can play out of the backfield. He knows that they don't want to offer him a big-time deal. He also knows, I think, that he's probably in line for a franchise tag in a year, which you want to avoid that because then you're like, cool, then I make $10 million the year after, and I still – they're just waiting for me to get hurt. And but, I, he's a smaller guy as well. Is there? Do you really think that there's a, a market for him, though? At the price he's at now, the question is going to be who wants to sign it for how much. But, yeah, I, I'd imagine there's probably a market – uh, but we also seen Derrick Henry's also allegedly available right now too. So there's more teams selling running backs than buying. Uh, but some teams, once free agency gets settled out a little bit more, we'll see the running back market go. But people are going to try and figure out linebackers have been going like crazy. Uh, LV has not been signed yet. Great news for the Cowboys uh, because you got you have to watch out if you're the Cowboys and you are playing. Basically gambling against the market right now seems what Jerry Jones is is doing with the Cowboys and not trying to lock up any of his guys. Uh, McGovern has already gone to the Bills, so you're going to have to fill that hole. Dalton Schultz we know is most likely going to be gone, but he's right. not signed anywhere. Leighton Van Der Esch uh, and Williams out as your safety, those are two that are iffy, that they may try and go back to the Cowboys if the market is not strong at anywhere else. But we know that we saw with Gregory uh, – with uh, Randy Gregory last year, yeah, that the Cowboys are fine letting somebody go. I mean, but you saw what happened with him that this that past season. No, he got he hurt. T- well, I mean, he got hurt for most of the season, and you got D. Williams who played at a higher rate than people thought he was going to. Yeah, so I, I get it, but that's this is the problem with the Cowboys is they keep getting lucky, and you yeah. go, well, if Randy Gregory's healthy, healthy, and this this Broncos team isn't a complete dumpster fire. Maybe this trade backfires, but you keep getting lucky in the draft. And, and I'll get Will McClay is drafting really well. Yeah. But you're so leveraged that you get one bad draft class. And it's a problem. And it is a two, three year problem because now, get, well, now you tried to fill the, the left guard or right guard hole with, with a rookie, and he's bad. There's another hole you got to fill. Hey, you tried to refill, you tried to fill tight end with a rookie. It didn't work. All right. You tried to fill tight end uh, wide receiver with another rookie. It didn't work. You tried to fill cornerback. Big hole cornerback right now. Try to fill that. If Bate Leighton Van Der Esch leaves, all right, well, that's a linebacker you got to fill. Safety leaves, that's another place. Like, yeah. It's so much. And if you miss on two or three of those yeah. and you go another year and now you're trying to do that in the draft again, it's just so much leverage into the draft. Will McClay, the Cowboys have drafted really well recently. I'll give them all the credit. It is just a really risky way to not take any shots in free agency and to basically be completely quiet, not just, not just on – going out and getting free agents, but it's Jerry Jones. I like our guys. <laughs> He's not even getting his guys. Yeah. And there was reports he hasn't even made offers on some of these guys. If that report's true, that's <clears throat> insane. That's insane. That you are literally taking the Lamar Jackson part to another level and betting on, I I bet you know that you can get more money from me, but I need you to to offer me. That's like the Braves did with Freddie Freeman. And they go, well, if you don't want to, if you want to go explore free agency, bye. 
We'll go get somebody else. You can't do that in the NFL. Yeah. And I feel like Jerry Jones is really trying to rail against these agents. Mm-hmm. It's not the players. It's the agents. The agents want to get the most money. He's saying, no, I treat the players right. That should be worth something. And the agents go, well, you don't treat me right, so I don't care. I want to make the money. It's the NFL. It's a market. Jerry has to learn to play in it if he wants to ever compete for a Super Bowl again. Well, speaking of uh, free agency, like the Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins, we couldn't have done that. The Cowboys couldn't have offered. Of course, same. they could. Also, they cleared more cap space again. Yeah, with Gallup restructuring. Yeah, they, they're they're clearing cap space. I don't understand. But what you know, we- here's the thing. You know where they cleared all this cap space? Clearing cap space. Clearing cap space. They're about twenty million dollars in cap space right now. Uh-huh. Do you know how much money they had going into last season? At the start of the season, mm. about fifteen twenty million dollars in cap space. Okay, rainy day fund. Okay. And they're like, oh, you know, and they're like, you got to sign, like, go get somebody. They're like, oh, well, we're going to wait on it. You know, when they had room to sign OBJ at the end of the year, didn't do it. Yeah. All those things. Well, but that was a little, I, I yeah. get that. I'm just saying this is a trend that they clear this cap space to gaslight all the Dallas fans into thinking something's coming. Oh, we're going to get Jalen. Oh, he's traded. All right. We're not getting Jalen. <laughs> oh, we're going to sign. But so Bobby Wagner's. Oh, we're not going to. Like they just well, you don't always, think we're going to get Bobby? No. Okay. Because Bobby Wagner ain't <laughs> taking a discount to go to Dallas. And you have to take a discount to play for Jerry Jones. He doesn't pay full price. He has to win in a negotiation because he's a great negotiator. And that's not how it works in the NFL. And he just doesn't like paying full price for things. Yeah. All right. Well, well. Unless it's Zeke. In which I was case, just about to say he's going to give Zeke $10 million more. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, the fact that Zeke has not been cut yet, by the way, I, I don't get what you're waiting on. Just just let him go. I mean, I thought they were trying to get him to take a pay cut. Yeah, I don't care. Let him go. Okay. Let, Jerry, you need to let him go. Jerry, it's, it's, I get you like it. But, I mean, you just said it right there. Like, he negotiated that huge contract. That's a, Letting him go is a huge L for him, in his eyes, I'm sure. Not really. For it's, him? It's been a huge L for two seasons. You're just continuing. Like, at this point, it's a W. Because you've had two L's already. At this point, realizing, <laughs> oh, we've, we've gotten out of it. We're, let's get out of this deal. Let's clear some more cap space. We're going to have to get two running backs anyway because we have to get a running back to replace uh, Tony Pollard. We have to get a running back to go with Tony Pollard because it's not Zeke anymore. We know it's not Zeke. So we have to get another running back that's an actual running back. And then we have to get a running back. That is, we have to get a, a backup because Tony Pollard is going to be out for a while. Right. So we need two running backs at Dallas. To, Dallas needs two running backs no matter what. And so if the, you think Zeke's one of them, that means you are not competing for a Super Bowl this season. Just telling you up front, Jerry Jones, if you think Zeke Elliott, a guy who's averaging below three yards a carry now, that's not an acceptable running back in the NFL. There's a ton of free agent running backs. There's a ton of drafting running backs. There is so many options at running back. And if your second running back behind Tony Pollard on a franchise tag is Zeke Elliott, you have a terrible running game, and Mike McCarthy apparently wants to run the ball. Well, so what if what if they're keeping him for the third string area? So they're just not Why? Having, so you don't have to try to find two more running backs, like you're saying. They just only you, have to but find you one. can. There's I'd say there's probably fifty running backs available right now that are better than better Zeke than right Zeke. now. Ooh. He's just 50? run down. And he's great in pass pro. I get he's great in pass pro. But everybody knows he can't run outside anymore so he doesn't have the speed to get outside and he can't go up the middle for more than two yards of carry. He, it, it's just running backs, when, they're, when their legs go, they go, and every other team knows this. Yeah. But Jerry Jones loves Zeke. 
And, and like Saquon Barkley still, he has injuries, but he looked great last year, didn't he? Yeah. Zeke did not, did he? No. So I get you're hoping he's going to be back, and but why? This is the third year you're going into it. Because two years ago, you can say, "Look, he's bad. He's he's not a top running back, but he should be. He could be a starting running back in the league." And last year, he said he could be a. At the beginning of the season, he said he could be a complimentary back, but Tony Pollard needs to be the lead back. Right. We're past that. At yeah. the end of the season, when Tony Pollard went down in that playoff game, did you think, "Oh, Zeke will carry us"? <laughs> no, you said we don't have a running game anymore. Right. And if that's what you're thinking in a playoff game, then you don't have another running back. So do they push for like trying to get a uh, Deontay Foreman? Or, I think you should, yeah. but we haven't heard him. We haven't heard that thing. I know free, the running back market is slow. Yeah, uh, but yes, I, I think anybody who can sign a Deontay Foreman right now, that's a great signing. Yeah, because he is just a solid back. He, I wouldn't have him as an every down back. I'd have him as a change of pace, and that you know you can go fifty fifty or sixty forty. And once you get Tony Pollard back, he would be a sixty forty guy. But he'd be great for that. Yeah, uh, I think Roshan Johnson is a late draft pick. No, yeah, yeah. It is is a great guy from Texas. There's going to be Keandre Miller from TCU. Like, there's guys that you can get in this draft in the third round that are solid guys, third round picks that are going to be way better, way better than Zeke was this last year. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is you can't you can't rely on that anymore. So you need to get rid of it because all it is sitting there as this this like it's it's like in Madden when in Madden you think the guy you recognize the name. And so you're like, oh, I bet that guy's – and then you see him play in a real game, and you go, oh, that's why that's Madden, and that's the real NFL. Sure. Zeke's like a 65 now, maybe, in Madden. Uh, all right. I'm just saying, like – in on him. Oh, look, I, look, he's great in pass pro. Yeah. He's great pass protector. That's the maximum I can say about Zeke this time, because once you average under three yards of carry and you're supposed to be an every down back, your whole thing relies on the average of carry. He's not explosive anymore. He's not getting the 40-yard carries. Yeah. So he's basically just running up the middle. They're hitting him a yard behind the line. He's getting another yard, two yards. That's it. And that's not an effective running game. Yeah. I mean, I don't have enough like love for him to, to argue for him. <laughs> it's fine. He can go. No, I don't think anybody does except for Jerry Jones. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield to the the Buccaneers is a rumored fit. Cal Trask, the starting quarterback for the Buccaneers right now. This seems like a really good situation for for Baker, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, if nothing happens, if it if you if you if you fail, then you know what? Tampa Bay. It was the team has other problems. You, but this is probably your best shot to get a starting job in the NFL right now. I don't know who else would be really looking for you as a starter where their backup Kyle Trask. I don't think is the guy either. No. So I think this is probably your best shot now. The only other shot you have is if the Rams basically are cutting bait on everything and they find a suitor for Matt Stafford, which probably the only suitor you're going to find is if Aaron Rodgers does not sign, it does not get traded. He Mm. either retires or says he's going to stay in Green Bay, whatever one, and the Jets are kind of stuck out. I think then Jets, you have to go over and look at Matt Stafford, who's been said to be uh, available for trade, and go trade for a Matt Stafford because he's probably going to be cheaper than Aaron Rodgers is going to be on salary cap. He's cheaper than Aaron Rodgers in trade value, and you're able to get a guy in there who can play court, who can do basically two year rental that you were going to have for Aaron Rodgers anyway. So it's not an Aaron Rodgers, but it kind of fits that same mold you were going to go for. And I think you can get Zach Wilson rid of him. 
because Zach Wilson, you give him over to Sean McVay and let him try and experiment with Zach Wilson and see if there's anything left in that tank. Yeah, but then then Baker for sure can't go to the Rams or stay with the Rams. Well, no, he would stay, but no, because you could still, while well, he worked with Zach Wilson. I'm saying Baker Mayfield and Zach Wilson on the same team, that, yeah. that sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, it's, it's Sean McVay. Okay. <laughs> like, Sean McVay can do it. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Is I think he could, because we know... Sean McVay and Baker Mayfield like each other. We know yeah. they have. They came over there and played some at the end of the season. That's the only player who said I think he could be the guy where they just say, look, we're going to get Zach Wilson, but we clearly don't want to start in week one because we saw what he looked like for the Jets. So we need a, week, a starter week one, and that's going to be Baker Mayfield. And then as Zach Wilson, as we feel he progresses, and if we feel Baker Mayfield is not getting it done, we will switch over there. But they're they're so screwed on so many cap implications right, right now. Yeah. They may not that may be a solution where they go, Cool, now we're down to our quarterbacks cost us ten million dollars combined. Cool. <laughs> That's where we need to be right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald not thrilled with that. Uh but that is a, a thing that they could see doing. I think Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, so none of that even is going to be necessary. Uh and I don't know another team who would trade for Matt Stafford other what, than Jets. Well, what about Green Bay? Because Green Bay is going to— The Jordan Love. Jordan Love's playing. <laughs> I get what you're saying. They have said from the beginning, nonstop, they're, they want Jordan Love to be their guy. This is a but this is a make-or-break season for them. They don't have a lot of money invested in wide receiver. They don't have a lot of money invested in a lot of places that they can basically say, look, if we, just, if we missed, fine, we missed, and we'll figure it out next se- offseason. Mm. But we need to know if we missed or not with Jordan Love before his contract comes up. Because if he's really good and we let him go because we we've had Matt Stafford and then he goes to another team and blows it up, then we look like idiots because we had him. Yeah, but I mean you've seen him play. They've seen I him play. I don't think I don't think he is either. They keep saying he is. So I will I'm saying that's what they want to do. All right. Is they want to give him the shot. Uh Bears signed Tremaine Edwards, Edmonds. Uh, a solid signing there. Bears trying to add some more pieces. I like it. Uh, with all their draft capital, this team, they're they're heading in the right direction. Yeah. Them and the Lions. Like, that whole uh, conference is kind of slowly starting to make a shift. Uh, Adam Thielen gets released as well earlier this week, which I, I'm curious to see. He will be with the Jets. <laughs> I, I wouldn't surprise me if he was, uh, if he gets added there. If not, he will go to one of those teams. Like, he'll end up, he may end up, like, in a, a Kansas City if he, got, if he mm-hmm. went cheap uh, to try and go get a ring. Yeah. Go to Kansas City and just add into a, a different kind of threat at wide receiver, uh, but I could see him go ring chasing at a certain point too. If the money's not there, I think he's going to look for money first, and then if it, the money doesn't exist, kind of look maybe go a little bit more shopping for a ring. Go go to uh, the Bills. The Bills, I get they, the Bills might be a choice too. Uh, I know him and Stefan Diggs probably not on the best of terms. Maybe they're still friends. But remember, Stefan Diggs wanted out because Adam Thielen was the number one wide receiver there. <laughs> That's right. So there may be something to that. You also have Gabe Davis there. You have uh, 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 what's his Ian McKenzie. Ian McKenzie. So you have some good young wide receivers. Sure. So you may not need to go that route, especially if you're going with kind of an up tempo. Josh Allen can run the ball offense. That may not be the guy. But I. I but that's definitely one of those teams. I mean, the Jet, the Giants are always going to be in any conversation for a wide receiver. The Cowboys will be in conversation for a wide receiver because they're they just need to get like they need somebody. The Eagles need a could use a another wide receiver. They could, but that would be a, he'd be a slot wide receiver there because yeah. they do have two really good ones, and I don't think they want to invest that much more money into the wide receiver position sure. because you are paying AJ Brown a large amount of money, and you know Devontae Smith's going to come up soon, and you're going to have to pay him as well. 
Uh, and finally, let's let's uh, the biggest quarterback signing we know. <laughs> the Forty Niners signed Sam Darnold. How, do they are they just like he seems like he's healthy? I mean, he may be starter week one. By the way, yeah, for sure. Well, because Brock Purdy's going to still be hurt. And Brock Trey- Purdy could be hurt. Trey Lance could be hurt. It's coming into the season. Sam Darnold could be your week one starter for the Forty ers And good for so him he- if he is. He deserves another chance. Deserves seems like a strong word there. <laughs> Listen, not everyone's Geno Smith. <laughs> not everyone is Geno. But again, if he does, then you've realized never sign anyone right after the Jets. It takes a one team <laughs> white period between the Jets and anyone else. I, I would think it would be hilarious if Aaron Rodgers goes and just has the worst, the worst season, season ever. <laughs> Looks garbage. I mean, we know Brett Favre had a decent season there. Uh, it just kind of fell apart. Zach Wilson has to come in for him. Oh, that'd be rough. They got to trade Zach Wilson. Oh, of course, right? they have to trade him. You got to get some There's more no draft way. capital back because you're going to give up some for uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we won't even get into the, all the collusion about Lamar Jackson, but there is collusion about yeah. Lamar Jackson. I mean, you made just, a lot of sense about it. It, it is. It's unfortunate. It, it's unfortunate. Uh, but we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will get into a little college basketball, a little NBA, Black Sports Spotlight, Top Shelf, Bottom Shelf, and a whole lot more here on Into Serious on the Horror 1049, 1019, and AM 1260. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here on It's a Serious in the Horn, playing a little Curtis Lee, playing a South by Southwest show, free show, Saturday afternoon over at Come and Take It Live. Yes. If you like the music, you can go check out Curtis Lee, playing Saturday at Come and Take It Live, early show. I believe it's free, too. Those are always the best shows. Oh, well, they're not always the best, but they're <laughs> they're the cheapest. Uh, well, That's for sure. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's keep it rolling now. It is, we are very far into basketball season now. Uh, for college basketball season, we are in the best time of year, March Madness. Yes. Uh, we're starting to see opponents where we don't know. Like, you know, it is funny because you saw Anthony came in to the office today and I had a Colgate game on the TV <laughs> in my office. It's like, well, he's like, I, I don't watch a lot of Patriot League. So, you know, you got to you start having to scout guys a little bit differently as opposed to Big 12 where you just watch Big 12 se- you know, basketball season. Yeah. You see some of the other bigger teams. But these first couple rounds – there's so much unknown, and all these teams have to do so much preparing uh, for different styles of play, different leagues. Uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, UT gets a two seed in the tournament. I thought they could have gotten a one seed, but I understand why they didn't. Yeah. Uh, the problem was you had to win that regular. You had to reg- win the regular season Big Twelve. You win the regular season Big Twelve, and you win the Big Twelve tournament. It becomes harder to give Kansas that number one overall seed and not Texas. Yeah. It still could have happened, but I think they give them both number one seeds at that point. Uh, Kansas just like so. Th- one of the big things they look at is quad one wins. So like basically good opponent wins with good winning records against you know good divisions. And Kansas had I think four more, five more than any other team. Wow. Texas is second though, 
So the Big 12 just is basically all quad one teams yeah. for the most part. You're either playing a lot of tournament teams. There's seven tournament teams. There should have been eight. Oklahoma State got hosed. Definitely should have been in the tournament. There are some teams that got in that are not as good as Oklahoma State. So you're talking about eight tournament teams in your, in a 10-team conference. Yeah. It, it means you're playing pretty much somebody who's really good every single every night. night. Yeah. Uh, and that is something that you know it could get overlooked. I think it's not hurting Texas a lot that they're a two seed because they did get put into a nicer bracket. That I think Kansas's bracket is a little bit scarier. I'd prefer to be a two where we're at than a one where Kansas is, yeah. and you know have a little bit more scary of oh man we're gonna have to win you know three or four pretty hard games to get to where we want to get to. So I'm happy with that. Uh, Colgate again. I've said I looked. I've watched a half. They shoot a lot of threes. Uh, they have, you know, they they're the best team in the Patriot League by far. Is what <laughs> from from what the reports you can see yeah. is that you know they got a lot of the honors of uh, the awards. Uh, the guy Tucker Richardson is their uh, their star player. He's a senior. He's all defensive player of the year for the Patriot League. He's their leading scorer. Uh, he can shoot threes. Cannot shoot free throws. We know that he's a fifty one percent free throw shooter. Uh, but can play a lot of other stuff. If you're Texas, you just got to play focused in defense. Uh, Brock Cunningham came out after the game and said, we'll celebrate this tonight, but I was on a team that won the Big 12 championship a couple years ago, and we lost in the first round. It's like, that sucked. So we're not doing that again. Yeah. And so I think they're going to be ready to come out and play. You're Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> yeah, what about them? Is Juwan Howard still the guy? Yeah. I, you give him one more year. I mean, one more year. I mean, has he? he seems like he's steadily gotten worse every single year. I don't know if that's necessarily true. He had a rough ending to last season, and this season's just been abysmal. But um, I, I don't know if it was just the players because I, I watched a few of their games and it was pretty rough. It was it was like watching kind of like the Rockets. I think he went to anger management and he can't yell at his players anymore. No, he still yelled a lot. No, a he lot. needs to yell some more. <laughs> he got texts uh, a no, lot. But... He, no, he did. Uh, <laughs> no, I, that's that's an interesting one because you know Michigan likes to have Michigan men. Uh, so Juwan Howard seemed like the guy had started off really hot with them, but the program has kind of been going down. He missed the tournament. Sometimes that could be a wake-up call to a coach and get it picked back up. But, yeah, recruiting this year is going to be huge, and the transfer portal, of course, because that's how you really help expedite building programs in today's basketball because so many young guys are going to be gone if they're really good. So who do you think has it worse uh, as far as like rebuilding and getting back to their, their powerhouse, uh, Michigan or UNC? Uh, probably Michigan because UNC, uh, Michigan football is too big. So with Michigan, you're talking about the secondary sport for NIL. Mm, and with UNC, it is the primary sport for NIL. So they can spend a lot of money. This was just a weird year of, I felt like they didn't, they just weren't prepared for it in a lot. They, they didn't ever really play defense well this entire season and just wanted to be an offensive team, but they shot poorly in so many games. Mm. And I get Brady Manick is was good, but it was, should not have been the difference of national champion playing for a national championship to not making the tournament. Yeah. That is not a Brady Manic difference. They just did not shoot the ball well overall. And then if you're not shooting the ball well, but everybody thinks they're an offensive player, so they're not playing as much defense. Uh, you know, it's it's rough, but uh, that they, I think they'll be okay in the fact that you can rebuild. And they're in the ACC, which the ACC is a very down year this year. Yeah, uh, Duke gets a five seed. They had basically the same season as Texas A&M did, which was start off bad and get better. The problem is A&M played in a much harder conference in the SEC, 
and uh, did not get rewarded for it. Well, Duke's got is on what a like a nine game win streak. Yeah, and SEC, but A and M's been playing extremely well. They just lost in the conference championship to Alabama, which is a number one seed. Right. So we can't say that you know that, that this A and M team has not been playing really well. I, I think they worked themselves up at least as well as Duke did, but Duke has the name. Kentucky's a six seed. They did not play as well as Tech. They had the same thing of starting off really poorly and then got hot at the end of the year. So a lot of these teams have gotten hot. You don't want to play them right now. I get with that. I'm just saying A&M is also one of those ball clubs. So getting a seven seed very much seems like they just wanted them to play Texas, uh, which I get great for TV. Right. Not great for Texas. Yeah. But uh, if Ter- Rodney Terry can beat that, I, I tell you, it's going to go a long way with the boosters who may want to hire another coach. So he if he, he makes it to the Sweet 16 by beating A&M. You still think like he has to win? Obviously, he has to win this next game, but he has to. If like, he beats AM or whoever they play in that next game, he still could possibly not keep the job? Anything is possible. I think if he gets to the second weekend, it's going to be pretty hard to not keep him. Uh, yeah. But that being said, some of these, some of the people that are around Texas that donate lots of money want a big name. Rodney Terry is not a big name. They know Rodney Terry. They've known Rodney Terry for years. So it doesn't do them any cool. They can't hang out with the guy they want to hang out with. And so they still they look at names like Jay Wright and Billy Donovan and those bigger names that have won national championships. Well, how do you feel about that? Like uh, Jay Wright, though? He's good. I don't think he's coming. I don't think Billy Donovan's coming. Like I, I think those are names where you fire Rodney Terry and put yourself in a position where the names you thought were coming were coming aren't because they're like, yeah, I don't want to go to a school where the second it's we're the second. Like John Calipari, Kentucky is a basketball school. We are a football school at Texas. I don't think any of these guys want to come to a school, even with the Moody Center, even with this team playing really well. I don't know if they want to come to a place where not only do they have to fight for everything, you have to fight for for all the NIL money and everything else, but then you have to compete with the fact that for six to eight months out of the year, you're irrelevant to a lot of Texas fans. And whether it's right or wrong, it just is the way it is. And when it's football season, unless you are a diehard basketball fan, that is that's great. Y'all have fun. We're watching the football team. Yeah. So I think a lot of those guys, they don't necessarily want to have that. Billy Donovan also hasn't coached in college in a really long time. I don't know if he has the full interest to come back to that. If he does, it's going to cost a ton of money, and there's no proof that he can come back and do what he did before. Because, you know, part of the reason you get out of the college game is because you don't want to do the recruiting. Right. And you're going to have to go full back into that uh, to rebuild this team uh, that has a lot of guys moving out uh, after the season. Well, I hope they keep him. I mean, he's done. Well, a I hope they keep him too job. because if they keep him, it means the better we do in the tournament. Yeah. So let's well. go double. <laughs> but I mean, like it is. It's and I get that it's a silly. Like it sucks that you just have to keep prefacing it by this. But if Colgate beats him, Rodney Terry's probably not keeping this job. As dumb as that is, it for one game would base everything on. Right. It's probably the case yeah. because it's going to be the last taste in everybody's mouth, and Colgate is not a good taste in your mouth. <laughs> That's well. why I'm a Crest guy. <laughs> Well played. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, all right, let's go on. Uh, Patrick Ewing is out at Georgetown. Uh, it's sad to see some of these guys that see, like you wish they could be the yeah, right fits. Yeah. Uh, I think there is a point where at some time star players have a problem connecting uh, with the respect that you're supposed to be given, but you have to earn it again because these are kids, yeah, and the most they maybe him. knew you was that their parents like Space Jam. <laughs> and so, like... I think there's something to be said for that, that it's uh, like 
I, I get it. It's very hard for a player to humble themselves enough to be able to reach some of these players. Uh, Anthony Hardaway's done an okay job of it. Jerry Stackhouse has done an okay job of it. Uh, none of them. Those guys aren't premium coaches yet. Georgetown was always kind of a tough team anyway. Uh, they haven't been at the top recently. They're also a big man school, and there's just less big men in the in college basketball now. Yeah. So all those put together, it's unfortunate. Hopefully, he'll get back to. He may not be a head coach again, but, but I I hope he go back to being an assistant in the NBA and yeah. work with some of these guys that are good sure. young players. I like, and I would love if some of these centers would work in the WNBA or work with college and like teach some of these girls that are big girls how to do moves like good post moves and just be like, oh no, this is like I wasn't super athletic, just I knew how to move my feet and you can do the same thing. I think it'd be really cool if you got a couple more of those guys to go over and do that and and raise a play the post play of the WNBA would be a cool thing. I don't know if he's going to do that. He'll probably go back into coaching in the NBA yeah. uh as an assistant somewhere. Uh I don't have all my bracket done yet. I've not right. I've not had a ton of time to do it. I basically did a selection Sunday show till seven o'clock last night, went back, did laundry, woke up today, uh worked out and went to went to work. And I've been working ever since. So not a lot of time but right. I've had well, free to go yeah. uh into that. Uh, but I will post it. We'll post them all online. We'll post up our brackets. Uh, I believe we'll have oh, an ESPN one that we'll post up there. We'll do. And, of course, there is uh, the bracket that we're doing on hornfm.com. Uh, we'll be entered in that one as well. Uh, contest. Uh, it should be on Horn, uh, hornfm.com. Uh, big bracket. You can fill out there as well. Awesome. Uh, for the NBA, a little touch on the NBA real quick. The Lakers are 7-3 in their last 10. Injuries keep mounting up. Is this still a player and team? Yes. Yes, 100%. Okay, good, good. Dallas, are they going to be a make the playoffs or a play in? I think they might if it finishes a play in. They may. This they team is terrible. they're not meshing. They're playing right now they down 17 in Memphis. Yeah. Uh Kyrie Doncic is still out and Christian Wood is out. John Moran is out for Memphis. Steven Adams out for Memphis and this is on ESPN and they wonder why the ratings aren't great. <laughs> uh this is what you're putting out there. Uh and Denver three-game losing streak. One of those is to my Spurs. That's Woo! the worst. I, I, <laughs> Woo! There's something going hey, on. Man, let me just tell you, this Spurs team is not as bad as some of the other tanking teams. They've had some injuries with Trey, Trey Jones and Dev Vassell. Those are both good young players. Uh, they can play well in moments. They're not They're not good. Like They're not a playoff team right now. I'm not saying that. Yeah, they're just not eliminated. also the worst team in the league. Yeah, but so that's we're, what you're we, supposed to do. <laughs> no, they're tanking well. They're tanking well, but they're 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 building up. They're, I think they're in a good spot that if they were to get the number one overall pick, there's a lot of pieces around Wimbayama to kind of build around, and this would not be a three- to four-year build as many of these other teams are doing. You don't think there's a lot of pl- uh, uh, players on the Houston that they could build? I think there's a lot of players that need to have the basketball in their hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of players that may not play well with other people, hence why they're not playing well with other people. <laughs> That's fair. All right. uh, let's... Uh, let's go over to the Black Sports Spotlight of the Week. What do you got for us this weekend? All right, since we're doing the uh, in, uh, the tourney starting up, uh, John Robert Thompson, born September second, uh, 1941, was an American college basketball coach. As a player, he won two NBA championships with the Celtics in 65 and 66. As a coach, he won six Big East tourneys with uh, Georgetown Hoyas, five Big East Conference regular uh, season champions. He made the Final Four three times, and he became the first African-American head coach to win an NCAA Men's Basketball Championship in 1984. He ended his career with a record of 596 to 239 with a uh, 714 percentage winning rate, has a bronze medal as a coach, 
and was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame and the College Basketball Hall of Fame. So salute to John Thompson Jr. Salute to John Thompson there. Uh, top shelf, bottom shelf, every week, Anthony gives me stories we do not have time to get to in the rest of the show. We barely have time to get to today. And uh, I will tell you, they're the top shelf, grade A, Texas dominating Kansas two weekends in a row. <laughs> or that bottom shelf, we got to play a good A&M team in the second round if we beat Colgate. Anthony, what do you got for us for this week? All right, well, this is my favorite one. Uh, the college ump uh, suspended after making a terrible call in a baseball game. It was. So the first one was questionable. He yeah. calls a he calls a basically curveball that uh, drops out of the zone. It looks like it drops out of the zone before it gets to the plate. Calls that a strike, so the the player turns around. And is like, dude, that is that is a bad call, and I can't tell well enough from the video, but it, it did not look like a good call. Yeah. The second one, <laughs> it was outside of the batter's box. The catcher bat. had to like leap a little. Yeah, yeah. no, like it's <laughs> it's possibly that he caught it outside of the batter's box, that far away from the plate, and that was strike three. The ca- the ump just walked off, ended the game. Is that a uh, when you gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now? <laughs> he's just holding in pee, and he's like, I don't care, just throw it. Uh, fire me, I don't care, whatever. I don't know, but that's. These are kids. Like you have to have be more mature about stuff. That you to, should be you more should mature. Be. I get it's a hard job. I don't want to say that it's not a hard job, but for yeah, that, that, yeah, you deserve to be suspended at least. Yeah, I would. If fi- you if you think that it's okay to do that, I think you need an apology. You have to apologize afterwards and go. Sorry, this happened and it was it was inappropriate for me to do and blah blah blah. Like I I need that out of you yeah. because if you want me to respect your your call ever again. Then I know it's like, oh no, you just think you can get away with this, and then you just be like, ah, oh, I just missed two weeks' of work. Yeah, I just want to take a vacation anyway. <laughs> I had a couple days off. One more, and we'll go to break. All right, uh, uh, Ja enters counseling program. Uh, this this seems like it's an optics thing. There's no time for his return yet. Uh, there was a strip club thing that came out as well. Yep. So it's just kind of adding up. I could imagine he knows there's a couple other stories that That'll may be behind come. there. Yeah. So he's like, let me go try and do this. Because we need, I need to be here there for the playoffs. So let me see if we can get in and do this and and everything. And I'll just try and keep it clean for the rest of the season. He, I think he knows he messed up at this point. I, I would he, hope so. It's pretty obvious. Well, he didn't for the first four or five offenses. <laughs> he kept doing them. Yeah. I think now someone has finally gotten to him and said, "Hey, man, I, I don't care about any of this. We don't care what you do in your own time. But you are doing this publicly now. Right. You are a public figure." You have to understand there's repercussions to these things. And then, worst opinion in the industry, Pat Beverly, is like, well, the league needs John Moran. Like, yeah, we all know, Pat. Why are you defending? If you said your kid watches him, do you want your kid watching the guy pulling a gun on people? Right. Is that the – you can't give me the my kid loves him answer when we're all saying, yes, that's why we want him to stop doing this stuff. <laughs> Just bad takes all around. Love it. You, who has a worse take this week, Pat Beverly or Kendrick Perkins? Kendrick Perkins by far. Kendrick Perkins by far. It's true. God, that guy's bad at his job. Uh, I, don't, I felt bad for him, though, for Reddick just kind of. For calling him out? Calling him out. And then Charles Barkley called him out on Inside the NBA? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And everyone's calling him out now, and he knows he was wrong, but he can't back down because that's a whole persona? <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, hey, that's not me. I always back down. <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll come back with some Vincent Series News on the Horn 1049, 1019 AM 1260. Back on Instant Series, Blackheart Saints playing up at the hot spot on Saturday after, Saturday evening. You can go check out Blackheart Saints, who's playing right now. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. Anthony, it's time for some Instant Series news. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, let's start off. A cocaine cat escaped its uh, escaped its owner, will now live in the Cincinnati Zoo. Uh, apparently, this cat jumped out of a car 
uh, when it was the, the person was pulled over, when it was found, it, it was found to have cocaine in its system. So it is now the cocaine cat after cocaine bear. There's cocaine uh, bear, cocaine shark. Where are these animals getting all this cocaine? This I know. <laughs> uh, but apparently, so uh, what drug pet combination do you want for a movie next? I would love to see an ayahuasca monkey just kind of have like this outer, like come to Jesus and start talking. And Starring Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> yeah. I like that awesome. one. I like that one. Uh, Main Motorist appeals to keep naughty vanity license plates. Uh, the the uh, owner of the car is a vegetarian, and their license plate is L-U-V-T-O-F-U. They love tofu. <laughs> and uh, apparently Maine is saying that is not appropriate. Uh, do you have a vanity license plate? So uh, This is a problem, but it would just say the N, and then, and then it just lets your brain the N-word. And then you have to <laughs> say it, and you're like, ah, you said ah, it in your head. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I my, Mine would just... Uh, Mine would just be like, you suck or something. Just so, just ruin everybody's day. I'd like to do that. Uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, remember, we'll be back next week with more great Instant Serious content. Follow us on all our social medias, at Instant Serious. And uh, have a great week. Keep your underwear clean. We'll see you next week. Peace.